closing statement. Following standard quarantine protocols and testing to confirm she is free of external telepathic influence, Agent Renez will be permitted to return home on March 27, 2003. In addition, Agent Renez's request for extended leave has been granted and will begin upon the end of her quarantine. Interviewer Dr. Simon Pace Interviewed Agent Jessica Patterson Forward The following is an official debriefing interview of Agent Patterson conducted on March 14, 2003. Following the exploration of SCP-6715, primary objectives of the interview include confirming what transpired in the central chamber of SCP-6715, determining if Agent Patterson is free of telepathic influence, and determining why Agent Patterson had not spoken since the exploration. Note, due to Agent Patterson's inability to speak, she was provided a keyboard and monitor for her typing response. Agent Patterson's response had been directly copied for the log. Begin log. Hello, Agent Patterson. I know you've been unable to speak, so we've provided you with this equipment so we can conduct a proper interview. Thank you. First, I'd like to confirm the story we received from Agent Reness. Okay. When the four of you entered the chamber, who was the first to collapse? Adrian. Is it true that you fired on the girl? Agent Patterson turns away from Dr. Pace in apparent shame. Jessica, you need to tell me what happened. I need to make sure all the stories line up. Yes. I did. Three times. Agent Patterson pauses for a moment to cover her eyes with her hand. After a moment she continues typing. I know she is just a kid, but in the moment I thought she killed Adrian. I kept thinking about the bodies on the mountain. I thought we were dealing with a monster. I acted on instinct and only made things worse. We can deal with that matter later. For now, we would like to focus on these questions. So, who ended up waking you? Samantha. Right. Well, your stories both seem to line up. I still need to ask some questions about your personal experiences, though. What did the girl subject you to? Agent Patterson looks at Dr. Pace with a worried expression. No. What do you mean by no? I don't want to relieve it. We won't force you, but we can't help you regain your speech if we don't know what happened. Agent Patterson pauses to think over. Eventually she begins typing. Started small. She made me feel the pain she felt. For the first three months I had three gunshot wounds in my chest. Eventually that dulled, but she was still angry, but was unsure what to do with me. She decided to use another pain she was used to feeling. Isolation. My surrounding were stripped away slowly till there was nothing but darkness. 
After that went all sounds and sense of touch. I was completely alone. My own voice in my head was the only thing that kept me sane. So she took that away too. I sat there alone in darkness for years. We are all sorry for what you had to go through. But I don't understand. You are free of her influence now. You should be able to speak. Tried. Doesn't work. I know language. I know how to read, write, and type. My body seems to not know how to speak anymore. I hate to inform you of this, but it is possible she is still affecting you. We will need you to stay here in quarantine until we can remove her influence completely. Dr. Pace gets up and leaves the room. I promise we will do everything in our power to free you. End log. Closing Statement Agent Patterson was held until she was confirmed to be fully cleared of any telepathic influence from SCP-6715-2. To this end, several telepathic resources under Foundation control have been requested. Additionally, Agent Patterson has expressed interest in retiring from field duty following her release. Interviewer Dr. Simon Pace Interviewed Commander Ben Schaefer Forward Commander Schaefer has been uncooperative with debriefing efforts, refusing to speak with staff and mounting several escape attempts. It is believed that, like Agent Patterson, he is still under the influence of SCP-6715-2. This behavior continued until March 18, 2003, when he requested an interview. Begin Log Well, I'm glad to see you're finally starting to come around, Commander. About that, you've got the wrong guy. Is your name not Ben Schaefer? It is, but I've never been a commander of anything. And I've certainly never met any of y'all. Hmm. This may be worse than I thought. Fine. So you don't remember me or anyone else who works here. But you remember your daughter, at least. What has you so concerned about her? How could I not be concerned? One minute I was with her, celebrating her getting her driver's license. And then the next I'm in some giant facility getting knocked out by a lady wearing tactical gear. Look, I'm sure y'all are some very good, important government agency and I accidentally stumbled onto something I shouldn't have. I just need to know she's safe. Of course. We'd never do anything to hurt Catherine. Commander Schaefer appears confused. I'm sorry, did you say Catherine? Y yes, is there a problem with that? 
that's not my girl's name. I, I, Dr. Pace pauses for a moment, looks at his notes, and contemplates this. My mistake. So, could you tell me what your daughter's name is? Alice. I see. Uh, this has helped clarify a few things for me. Thank you. Dr. Pace gets up and opens the door to the interview chamber. We'll do everything we can to make sure you get back with your family as soon as possible. You have my word. Much appreciated, Doc. End log. Closing statement. Commander Schaefer will be held until he is confirmed to be fully cleared of any telepathic influence from SCP-6715-2. To this end, several telepathic resources under Foundation control have been requested. Commander Schaefer's wife has been informed that he will be held indefinitely, and that she and her daughter will be unable to visit him during this time. Interviewer Dr. Simon Pace Interviewed Agent Adrian Riviera Additional Personnel Agent Jacob Durand Forward Following several failed attempts to wake Agent Riviera from his coma using conventional means, it was decided that an active telepath would be used to determine if the issue was psychic in nature. Agent Durant was brought in to assist in this matter, as well as the other issues surrounding PTF Chai-17. This interview is conducted on April 2nd, 2003. Begin Log Agent Durant is sitting beside Agent Riviera's bed with his eyes closed. Dr. Pace. So, what can you tell me? Agent Durant opens his eyes and looks towards Dr. Pace. He's convinced he's sleeping. Well, yes, so am I. It's like with the other two you had me look at. I'm not picking up any actual foreign signal here, they're just genuinely convinced of these ideas. So what you're trying to tell me is all of these side effects could just be psychosomatic? How long were they all in there for? Uh, about three hours. That's not what I mean. I more mean how long was it for them? Uh... Well, as far as we can tell, it was years. We can't exactly get any concrete answers. And it seems they all experienced different lengths of time. Reynes felt only a couple of years. Uh, something along the lines of five tops. Patterson didn't have a good way of measuring it. She described it as decades. And Schaefer told us that Alice was 17 when he woke up. 
and since there's no reason to imagine she did anything more than make him play dad, that's the best estimate we've got for him. So tell me, what do you think happens if you spend two decades being forced to be someone else? It's no wonder they are convinced of this shit. You said the others may take years of therapy to readjust, but... What about Riviera here? Is there anything that you can actually do for him? Agent Duran turns back towards Agent Riviera and once again closes his eyes. The thing is, he's less convinced than the others. Uh, I feel like this one might have been a rough job in comparison. I think I might be able to wake him up. Please do what you can. Agent Duran nods before falling silent. Three minutes pass when Agent Riviera suddenly jerks upright. Where's Samantha? Commander? Jessica? Agent Riviera gets out of bed before collapsing. Adrian, calm down. You're back at base and your team is safe and secure. It's alright. Please calm down. Dr. Pace and Agent Duran help Agent Rivera back into his bed. I don't understand. I, I thought... Agent Rivera appears to be lost in thought. How about we start with what happened back at Nirvana? How... how long ago was that? About three weeks. You were in that chamber for three hours before your team got you out. Now can you tell us what you remember before the telepath entered your mind? You mean... You mean Alice? Yes, but when did you learn her name? She... She told it to me. We were under the impression that you were in a comatose state from the start. I, I mean, my body was, but my mind was still active for the most of it. I can't remember at all, but we spent all that time just talking. How do you mean? She was curious about us. About who we were. She was just asking me questions. I tried to hold back any information I could, but I was unable to lie, and my only hope was that she wouldn't get too specific with any of the questions. Did you reveal any sensitive information? Yes, I told her about the Foundation, but she wasn't at all surprised to hear about us. She said she'd heard about us before, even said it was a pleasure to finally meet us. What else did she ask you about? After a while, she got bored with that line of questioning and started asking me about my life, about the outside world. She wanted to know everything. She didn't let me spare a single detail. She looked so intrigued by everything I said, but also so sad. I think that's when I realized that I could ask questions too, because that's when I asked what was wrong. She explained that the real world was full of so much pain and suffering, that all those imperfections of life, big and small, were what drove her to make a better world. 
did she ever inform you of what was happening to your teammates? Alice didn't want to talk about it. I kept trying to pry. She said that she knew it wasn't okay to mess with people's heads, but, but she just wanted to experience what she never had the chance to. As I kept prying, she started apologizing for whatever she was putting Jessica through. Kept saying that she can't always control what she makes people see and that it was all just a reflex. Did she ever mention Agent Reness? I... I can't remember. There was some... some memory, but it feels twisted. Perhaps I can assist you in recovering the memory if that's alright with you. Uh, go for it. Agent Rivera turns towards Dr. Pace. Pace, where is Samantha? We cleared her of telepathic influence last week and sent her home. You need to send a team to recover her now. Agent Rivera gets out of bed and starts heading towards the door. I don't understand. And where are you going? I know how to get the video footage back. I'll explain on the way. End log. Following an unrecorded conversation between Dr. Pace and Agent Riviera, the latter was escorted to where the gear of PTF Chai-17 was stored. Agent Riviera revealed that he had been developing and testing a personal video backup system and was able to recover the footage of the team's exploration of SCP-6715 Central Chamber. Addendum 6715-5 Additional Recovered Files Forward. The following video log details PTF Chai-17's exploration of SCP-6715's innermost chamber. The footage was originally believed to be corrupted beyond repair. However, Agent Rivera's private backup of the footage was unaffected. Begin Log Alright, and it's sealed. We are officially cut off from command. As long as we're keeping the people safe out there. Alright. Now everyone on the door. Agent Rivera moves to the biometric lock and prepares to disarm it. Before finishing, he turns to Agent Reynas. Any last minute advice? Telepaths like to use your mind against you. They're dangerous because they can take your insecurities, your fears, and even your happiest memories and turn them into ammunition. What they always forget is that the people they are turning those feelings back into are also the most capable of dealing with them. Just make sure to stay you. The entire team gives Reynas a quick nod before turning their attention back to the door. Count us down, Riviera. Three, two, one, go. The door clicks and slides open. Chai-17 rushes inside and scans the room. In the center is a young girl in her late teens. SCP-6715-2 Her arms and legs are strapped to a chair that she is seated in, and the top half of her head is obscured by a device above her head. SCP-6715-1 Jesus! She looks like she's starving to death. We need to get her out of that thing. Commander, with all due respect, that girl is probably what killed all those people outside. She's just a kid. We can help her. At least try. 
Commander Shaver begins walking forward before Agent Reness grabs his arm. Sir, Jessica's right. We don't know what we're dealing with. Plus, for all we know, that machine may be what's keeping her alive. Look, we aren't just going to let some innocent... Agent Rivera collapses to the floor. The team stands in shock for a moment. All right, that's it. It's her or us. Agent Patterson raises her weapon and aims at SCP-6715-2. Jessica, wait! Agent Patterson fires three consecutive shots at SCP-6715-2 before Commander Schaefer is able to disarm her. SCP-6715-2 begins screaming and convulsing from the pain. Soon after, Agent Patterson, Agent Rayness, and Commander Schaefer all collapse. The room falls silent, save for SCP-6715-2 screams. Approximately two and a half hours pass with no movement from the team. SCP-6715-2's screams have subsided to ragged breathing. Agent Reynes suddenly wakes up and begins searching her person. Where is it? Agent Reynes pulls out the medical equipment that she had on her person and stands up. Right. So based on standard protocol, I don't have long. Agent Reynes proceeds towards SCP-6715-2 and begins tending to her wounds. I know this isn't much, but it should help, at least until I can come back. Unfortunately, I can't patch you up too good, otherwise the others would notice. Agent Reynes finishes tending to SCP-6715-2's wounds and takes a step back. I'm sorry that it's me and it's not you who gets to walk out of here today. When I come back, I'll be sure to share all my memories with you, all of my stories, and then we can save the world together. Now, what was next? Agent Renez pauses for a moment and looks around the room. Right, cameras. Agent Renez detaches her camera and begins to tamper with it. She then proceeds to Commander Schaefer and crouches over him, performing the same technique on his camera. After a moment, she stands up and moves to Agent Patterson, repeating the process, finally standing over Agent Riviera and repeating the process once again. And thank you, Adrian. I appreciate all the information you gave me. Wouldn't have been able to do it without you. I'm so sorry I had to put you asleep for a while. I'm sure they'll find out a way to fix it, but I can't have them catching up to me too fast. Agent Renez begins to tamper with Agent Riviera's camera, ultimately corrupting the standard video file. However, Agent Riviera's backup to the footage remains unaffected. Agent Riviera walks towards Agent Patterson and begins shaking her in an attempt to wake her. Jessica, we need you to get up now. Agent Patterson sits up and looks around her. Upon seeing Agent Reynes, she hugs her and begins to cry. Hey, it's alright now. Whatever hell you were in is over. We just need to help the others. Agent Patterson nods and moves towards Agent Riviera, attempting to wake him. Agent Reynes moves to Commander Schaefer and successfully wakes him. Where am I? Who the fuck are you? Commander Schaefer shuffles his feet and slowly backs away. What did you do with my daughter? Why the hell am I in these clothes? Commander, we need to go. I'm not sure how much time we have. I... wait. 
no, 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 no. No, you're not taking me anywhere until I figure out what the hell is going on. Why did you call me Commander? Where the hell is my daughter? Agent Reynes turns to Agent Patterson, who motions a strike to the head. Agent Reynes nods in response. I'm really sorry about this, sir. Agent Reynes knocks out Commander Schaefer with the butt of her pistol. How's it going with Riviera? Agent Patterson shakes her head in response. Alright, well, grab him and let's go. We need to get out of here now. Agent Reynes picks up Commander Schaefer on her back while Agent Patterson does the same with Agent Riviera. The two exit the chamber and shut the main door. They then begin to exit SCP-6715. End log. Closing Statement Following review of the above footage, Dr. Pace dispatched a detainment team to Agent Reynes' home address. Recovered Letter Upon arrival, Agent Reynes' home was found to be empty. She has since been designated as Person of Interest 6715, with investigation into her whereabouts being conducted globally. A full sweep of her home located a single letter of interest located on her bed. Dear Foundation, I almost didn't leave this for you, but I felt I needed to apologize for my actions. I never meant to hurt all of these civilians. I didn't even realize I had been abducting people until I saw inside Jessica's mind. I know I can't undo what I did or even give back the lives I took, but I'll make it up to humanity one day. I'll make sure something like this never happens again. I am also aware you will probably see me as a monster or something to be contained, but I need for you to know that we are on the same side. Back when the doctors were still at Nirvana, they would occasionally mention the Foundation. That's how I first learned about your organization. The doctors always spoke about you with such disdain. They believed you were a hindrance to progress. I on the other hand, always saw your goals as noble. Deep down, you just wanted to secure a home for humanity. To let people live in the light. Even if we don't agree on how to achieve that, we still want the same things. I also need to apologize for what I did to Samantha, Adrian, Jessica, and Ben. They may not be saints, but they were good people, and they were loyal to the mission that you gave them. Until I ruined that. I'll make sure to save a special spot in paradise for Jessica, Adrian, and Ben. As for Samantha, she's still here, in part. I hold her memories with me, and I even remember what it was like to be her but I needed a way to slip by your detection. I couldn't just control her. I had to convince her that she was me. And now, I am. I hope one day you understand what I'm doing is ultimately for the best. Until then, though, I'll stay out of your hair. Besides, I've got to get some help from an old friend. Best of wishes, Alice.